how do you do? Welcome to tonight's program, Keyboard Immortals Play Again in Stereo. Tonight, we will present an entire Mendelssohn program, including some of this composer's most popular and characteristic piano compositions. But first, may I set the scene, as it were, with a few words about the composer. It is always somewhat of a shock when we realize how young a number of the great composers were when they died, especially when one considers the almost superhuman quantity of great music they created. It would be fairly safe to say that three composers are probably responsible for a large amount of all music performed today, and they all fail to reach much beyond their 30th year. Mozart, 36, Schubert, a mere 31, and Mendelssohn, 38. It is unfortunately futile to speculate what these geniuses might have accomplished had they lived out a reasonable lifespan. It can be said that all of them created and wrote with great facility and thus bequeathed to the world much more than many lesser composers who lived beyond 70. Felix Mendelssohn was born into a cultured and wealthy family in 1809 and showed remarkable musical talent at an early age. In fact, by the time he was 19, he had produced six symphonies, five concertos, a number of chamber works, and one of his greatest masterpieces, the exquisite music to Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. But first, let us hear some of Mendelssohn's music. Keyboard immortal Ernest Schelling will play the prelude and fugue in E minor. It is one of a set of six preludes and fugues, opus 35, composed during the years 1832 to 37. Ernest Schelling, who plays the prelude and fugue in E minor, was a pupil of Paderewski's after he became established as a virtuoso. It appears that Schelling was a great admirer of the Polish pianist and played for him periodically so as to be criticised and coached. Ernest Schelling is affectionately remembered for his devoted labours in the field of musical education for children. The prelude and fugue by Mendelssohn, performed by keyboard immortal Ernest Schelling.
keyboard immortal Ernest Schelling, famous American virtuoso and educator, has just played the prelude and fugue in E minor by Mendelssohn. We now hear the list arrangement of one of Felix Mendelssohn's most beloved songs, of Flügeln des Gesanges, on wings of song. It is played by keyboard immortal Alexander Kra. He was what you might call a staff pianist to Herr Welte, and was one of the many highly competent virtuosos who performed for the Vorsetzer. In his transcription, Liszt maintained the gentle lyric character of Mendelssohn's famous song. It must have been quite a feat of self-restraint for the flamboyant Liszt, and is one of the few pieces Liszt ever wrote or arranged that does not contain at least one brilliant cadenza. On Wings of Song by Mendelssohn, played by keyboard immortal Alexander Kra.
I have before me a reprint of the actual manuscript of the original song, and the real title in Mendelssohn's own handwriting is Abendlied, or Evening Song. The title by which it has become known to the world consists of the first few words of the poem on wings of song. It is number nine of a set of twelve songs, opus eight, composed when Mendelssohn was a young man of twenty-one. Keyboard immortal David Shaw, who plays the next Mendelssohn selection, was a native of Leipzig and seemingly hardly ventured outside his hometown. He was active as a choral conductor and teacher of piano and often appeared at the famous Gewandhaus, the scene of many of Mendelssohn's personal appearances as a conductor. Keyboard immortal David Shaw plays the Fantasie in F-sharp minor, opus 28. It bears the strange subtitle Sonata Ecossaise, a term about which there seems to be considerable mystery. No one has yet decided whether it is the French term for the chatiche or Scotch dance, while one famous English musicologist found some evidence that it originated in Scotland and was introduced and adopted by Parisian music circles. Perhaps our listeners should judge for themselves if they detect a Scottish strain in this fantasy in F-sharp minor by Mendelssohn, played by keyboard immortal David Shore.
The Fantasy Sonata Ecossaise, Opus 28 by Mendelssohn, performed by keyboard immortal David Shore. Now we present Mendelssohn in one of his most typical moods, the song without words. This was practically Mendelssohn's own invention, a song-like melody that could have carried words and had more the character of a song than a piano piece. Mendelssohn composed 49 songs without words, and their titles run the gamut of human emotions. Here are a few of these titles. Homeless, The Sighing Wind, Contemplation, and one is even called Delirium. Several of them carry the title Consolation, and we will hear one of these. It is played by a pianist by name of M. E. Burnham, an American-born pianist who appeared as a child prodigy at the age of six with the Metropolitan Opera House Orchestra in New York. He studied with Leszczynski and gave many concerts in Europe and America in the first decade of this century. So here is the charming consolation by Mendelssohn, played by keyboard immortal M. E. Burnham. Thank you. 
consolation, Mendelssohn, in his gentlest, most romantic mood, played by keyboard immortal M. E. Burnham. Our next Mendelssohn selection has a particular interest for me as it involves the question of the value of hackneyed music. First, I do not think the word should carry the somewhat derogatory connotation that it appears to do. It should be remembered that any composition to become, as it is called, hackneyed must possess that special quality which induces everyone to play it in the first place. A hackneyed piece is therefore generally a composition of some value. I need only mention such masterpieces as Liszt's Liebestraum or Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. They are hackneyed, if you like, but they are undoubted masterpieces. There seems also to be something of musical snobbery involved, as if a piece of music that is loved by millions must of necessity lack something. Personally, I feel that quite the opposite is the case. Our next selection by Mendelssohn is one of his most famous short pieces, The Spinning Song. I well remember keyboard immortal Wilhelm Backhaus astonishing the critics many years ago in Germany when he played Mendelssohn's Spring Song as an encore. He almost seemed to say as he played it, Yes, I know what you critics are thinking, but really now, isn't this a delightful piece of music? And in the hands of a great master, it was. Our keyboard immortal who plays Mendelssohn's Spinning Song is the great Rudolf Gantz. Keyboard immortal Rudolf Gantz, who has just played Mendelssohn's popular spinning song, was president emeritus of the Chicago Musical College and was a pupil of the great Ferruccio Busoni. On the occasion of keyboard immortal Rudolf Gantz's 80th birthday, the Rudolf Gantz Recital Hall was dedicated as one of Chicago's important concert halls. Our next keyboard immortal is Vladimir de Pachmann a virtuoso who made a tremendous impression upon the musical world. 
while admittedly de Pachmann's fame was partly due to his colourful personality and somewhat unorthodox manner at his concerts, he was a master of delicate pianism whose musical appeal remains virtually unchallenged. Vladimir de Pachmann plays one of Mendelssohn's Songs Without Words, Opus 62, Number 1. It is entitled May Breezes.
May I add as an interesting footnote to the playing by keyboard immortal Vladimir de Pachmann of the May Breezes' Song Without Words by Mendelssohn that the composer only titled the three Venetian barcaroles and the duetto. All the other titles of the Songs Without Words were added subsequently by the various music publishers. Next we present a Mendelssohn composition in his brilliant pianistic style, the Scherzo Capriccio in F-sharp minor, Opus 5, composed in 1825 when Mendelssohn was a mere boy of 16. It displays a remarkable mastery of the piano as a brilliant concert instrument, and its creation could easily be the pride of a composer in his maturity. But that is true genius, and Mendelssohn was a true genius, whose promise of greatness was not dissipated, as in so many cases of precocity, but grew into the quality of immortality. The Scherzo Capriccio is played for us by keyboard immortal Alfred Hoon.
Alfred Hoon, who has just played the Scherzo Capriccio by Mendelssohn, is our mystery pianist for tonight. If any of our listeners can give us any information about Alfred Hoon, H-O-E-H-N, please write to Keyboard Immortals, care of Sony Superscope, Sun Valley, California. Our final selection on tonight's all-Mendelssohn program combines three immortals, Shakespeare, Mendelssohn and Liszt. It is Liszt's brilliant inscription of Mendelssohn's wonderful music to Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream, that extraordinary masterpiece composed when Mendelssohn was just 19 years old. It is played by keyboard immortal Felix Dreischick, who was one of the most outstanding pianists and teachers in the Germany of the 80s and 90s. The dazzling list arrangement of Mendelssohn's music demonstrates what a magnificent master of piano technique he was. Keyboard immortal Felix Dreischek playing Mendelssohn's Midsummer Night's Music, transcribed by Franz Liszt. <laughs>
Felix Dreischek, who has just played Mendelssohn's Midsummer Night's Dream music, was the keyboard immortal who played a Weber piano sonata so beautifully at our recent live concerts at the Wilshire Ebell in Los Angeles. Those who were there may remember the picture we showed on the screen of Felix Dreischek, the typical large moustache, the trim evening clothes, and the ruffled shirt. May I conclude this all-Mendelssohn concert with a few final words of tribute. Mendelssohn will always retain a place of great affection in the hearts of the millions of music lovers who still cling to elegance and beauty in their music in a world in which, I fear, the passing of time does not always bring improvement, at least as far as much modern music is concerned. Next week, we will present a concert devoted to the music of Chopin. We will hear performances by such great keyboard immortals as Esipoff, Emil Sauer, Alfred Reisenhauer, de Pachmann, Paderewski, and Fanny Bloomfield Zeisler. We will present complete changes of program from those we have presented in the past by Frederick Schopper. And so once again, may I regretfully bid you adieu. On behalf of Sony Superscope and their president, Mr. Joseph Estoshinsky, this is Felix de Kohler bidding you au revoir and auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>